I'm loving it. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Winging It Podcast, episode 50. And today's look like it's just me and Andre. <laughs> Damn. Andre, how you doing, I, man? I feel like such a consolation prize there. It's just me and Andre. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> no, I was just messing around, but it's, it's been good. I mean, gaming has had some some odd twists and turns this week, but it's been good. Yep. Entertaining so- to watch. That is very true. So um, we want to welcome y'all to our TED Talk this week. Title of the video. Ted, so, TEDx Talk. Yeah, TEDx Talk. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so first things first. Uh, I don't know if y'all know this, but uh, Netflix revealed that Sonic Prime is coming in 2022, a new 3D animated show. Will it be good, though? That's the question. So, Andre, take it away. <laughs> well, I mean, the Sonic... Uh... What's with boom. The, the bullshit? Yeah, Sonic Boom. The, the cartoon was good. Yeah, it was games just... not so much. Yeah, the cartoon, <laughs> the cartoon yeah. was good. Oh jeez, but game. I'm like, y'all went the name Sonic Prime. Y'all couldn't have thought. Let's instead of going to Netflix, let's hit Amazon, because Amazon Prime, we're coming out with Sonic Prime. We could use it as a name thing on this service. It almost sells itself very well. You know, I didn't think about that, but you make a very good point. I did not even think about that. I really didn't. Um, but I mean, it, chances are, if you got the same people that worked on the Sonic Boom cartoon behind Sonic Prime, it might work. I can I can see it working. Or if they have somebody that that worked on like the Saturday morning cartoon Sonic or Sonic Underground, mm-hmm. if they get any of those people. They're probably gonna have a good product. Well, I, I'm holding my I'm holding my breath because um the Sonic shows like the games are hit and miss for me. Um Boom, like Boom was not bad. I just I, Boom was just weird. It was in a weird place for me. <laughs> but Boom was not bad. Sonic X was like mm. it's cause they, they tried too much to to slip too many the things. game. They yeah. put too much of the game into that that cartoon. Well, that anime because it wasn't a cartoon. Yeah. It was an anime. They put too much of the game into the anime and not enough of the stuff from the game that made it worthwhile. Yeah. And then you got a whole character and a family and the storyline for them that just doesn't apply to anything in the games. Ugh, a lot of stuff just, just got thrown <laughs> back and forth, and it, that yeah. didn't really mesh together. It was, it was kind of like they like they liked Sonic Adventure two. But then they also like Sonic Underground. But then they also liked <laughs> the original Sonic. We went from like 80, what was it? Uh, 92 or 93, the 90, first one. I think it was either 90 or 92. 91, yeah. 92, somewhere in that area. Because yeah, it, 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 it was right after, I think it was right after Sonic 2 came out that that started. Yeah, because it was right around the time that little uh, hour-long movie dropped. The one with Metal Sonic in it. See, that movie was good, though. Yeah, the movie was good. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> it, it, the, movie, the movie wasn't bad. Like, the movie got freaking dark but yeah violent (laughs) yeah but uh like it had that art style of that movie and that that was the first show so um it kind of like it didn't know what it wanted to be even though i have to give them credit when they did animate like the fights and the racing on the anime it was dope 
It was dope. Like they, the animation department knew what they was doing. It was just the story was all jacked up. So that story was everywhere. Yeah. So I, I don't know how to feel about this. Um, ne- I have to give Netflix credit though. They do have some good anime. They still a little bit behind Hulu though, but they do have some good anime, good cartoons. Well, so we'll see. This, this is the thing I didn't think of. Is it going to be following the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, or is it going to be completely separate? This is completely separate because the movie is separate from the from them. Yeah. See, that's another lost opportunity. See, they could have started like a mini series for leading into the next movie, but eh. Andre, everybody ain't Disney Plus. You got to be Disney Plus to know know about continuity and how it works. Uh, Disney Plus is the only people that's doing it right, <laughs> aka One Division. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just saying. Also, if you haven't started watching it, please check out the fresh take that me and Vicky from Fangirl Review do. We've got the first four um, episodes up for review. <laughs> so, um, yeah, the, uh, it, it's going to be interesting um, to see what they do with it because, like I said, Sonic is usually hit and miss. Um, so it depends on wh- what the target is. Or are they going to go, like you said, the underground route, try to make it toward like the close to the your older kid teen crowd or they're gonna try if, to keep if, the Y7 crowd. If they really want Sonic to do well then yeah they need to shoot for like a a young like late late childhood child heard childhood <laughs> to early teen audience. Yeah. Cause that's what Sonic has supposed to be. always been. Yeah, that's yeah. what he's always been. He was supposed to be like what the fourteen year old that's what he was supposed to have been, basically. In, in that age range, yeah. Because he was supposed to be, where Mario was kitty, he was supposed to be the rebellious teenager. Yeah. Essentially. So, there's that. Now, um, on the Google Stadia front, I promise I'm not making fun of them. Now that I've said that. Not uh, directly. <laughs> so, Google Stadia closed their first party studio. Um, last week, um, according to reports. Now, my question is, are they done? Is Google Stadia going to be done after this? I don't think so. But the problem is, and I think we've said this before on the podcast, they shouldn't have came out until they had something concrete, at least two, three games that was ready to go that were theirs on their own. They did not do that. They went the we got all these third-party games that you can play in 4K and possibly 8K. They kept saying 8K, which I, like, stopped saying that. But <laughs> I'm like... They have not released anything 8K either. No, they... Ha- yeah. That's... I was going to say something. I'm going to be nice. But <laughs> um, the thing is, they didn't have anything of of their own that you could only get on Stadia. So... The question is, why in the world did you close your first party studio? One. Um, and two, are you trying to save money? Because I hope y'all not doing this like y'all did um, Hangouts on Air and Google Plus and, you know, all the stuff that people like, get used to. And then, you know, uh, it's not working out for us no more. We don't like it. Bye. Or when the when the person who championed Google Plus and all those stuff goes to another company, that's when y'all decide to drop it. Just saying, <laughs> I'm like, this ain't one of the situations you should probably do that. Because I think Google Stadia could work. I just think the pro- the main problem was they didn't really explain it well 
at first or at all. Um, <laughs> their, their biggest problem was that they decided to throw together this service that had no physical hardware to it that would allow people to there's nothing to anchor it to. Yeah. You got Chromecast. Big whoop. Yeah. And most of the, and you can buy TVs with Chromecast already installed, so there's yeah. no nothing <laughs> there's nothing really to anchor it. Like if they went even if they just did like a cheap little box, like a physical like a cheap little console and you have no way to back up any of your games. You you can't do anything with it. There's there's no way to back anything you have up. So if that service just closes down, you lose everything, anything that you spent money into. So the best bet for using Stadia is to literally just use it to stream. Yeah. And there's no reason that, to buy anything. And and like you and I said, you took out Hangouts on Air. Which would have worked exactly really well since they wanted people to be able to join streams that were already ongoing so if you saw somebody streaming on YouTube and they were playing a game and it was on your account you could just jump in they took that away instead of expanding it they just killed it yeah but they got Google Meet That doesn't even have half the features. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, what the? Um, <clears throat> they made a lot of mistakes with that stadia because of the simple fact, like I said, they got rid of Google Plus. They had their own social media platform. Should have got rid of it. Hangouts on there. That's what you would use to stream. Because we were using Hangouts on there for um, games at large. Mm-hmm. And we were using Google Plus to set up the meetings. Yeah. All of the stuff that we were using, and I'm sitting up here like, wait a minute. Y'all going to release an actual gaming solution with none of the stuff that could have helped it that makes literally no sense yeah they could have left google plus intact and honestly if they didn't want people to use it for free they could have either set it up to allow ads Mm -hmm. i don't think you didn't have a choice yeah where you wouldn't have had a choice but i don't think like i said nobody would have cared nobody cared they just scroll past ads no big deal or If you want to set Stadia up and you don't want people using Google Plus for free, bundle it in with Stadia. Yeah. That would have been a that would have been a selling point for a lot of people. Bundling in Google Plus with Stadia. Yep. A lot of people I, would have bought into it. I probably would have bought into it. Because I miss Google Plus. I'm not gonna I'm not even gonna lie. I miss Google Plus. I miss Google Plus just much just as much as I miss Meverse. Yeah. Damn you, Nintendo. Um, <laughs> so I I think that that was like a big uh, miscalculation on um, Google's part, and I think now it's kind of came about to bite them because of the simple fact that now you don't have something that could actually help with your gaming um, solution. I mean, I. That was just a bad take all around. Well, and you know they were planning Stadia before they closed down Google Plus and before well, they, they had Hangouts on Air. Yeah. No, they had, they had said it like what was it? I think it was like a year before they decided that they were going to close Hangouts on Air. They had started talking about getting into the gaming market outside of mobile, that's and then that's another thing. 
Google Play does not tie into Google Stadia. So it's like you have your achievement system doesn't tie into it. Yep. You got rid of your social media platform that could have tied into it. You got Mm -hmm. rid of the live streaming service that could have tied into it. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you just launched it and got rid of your first party studio. So what else is there left for it other than third party developers with games that you can get other places and that will be guaranteed to play more stably on someone's home hardware than over stream? Because if you don't live by any of those data centers, I feel for you. I feel for you if you don't live by any of those data centers. Yeah, if you're not within close proximity of them, you are going to get crappy service. Yeah. That's why I'm like, yeah, I live close to one, but I I think about other people because, like, when I go home back to southwest Georgia, there ain't no Google data center nowhere near there. Mm -mm. I think the closest one is in Jacksonville, I think, unless they put one in Tallahassee, which I, I don't know about if they did. But still not a good idea either way. Still not, yeah. So I'm like, nah, because I had a friend of mine ask me, she was like, should I get Stadia or Game Pass? I'm like, girl, just stay with um, Game Pass. At that point, Game Game Pass is the better service. Yeah, just stay with Game Pass. That's a better service. No knock on Google Stadia if you like it or not, but where where my hometown is, where she lives, it's best for her to just stay with Game Pass. That's just being honest. Because unless you're living in like a city or somewhere close to those data centers, there is no point. Mm-hmm. So that that's they made a lot of miscalculations, and I think that it. And another thing too, I think people just weren't buying into it. Because if you can't explain it, better ask Nintendo about it. They didn't explain Wii U. <laughs> they didn't, and that's just the truth. They they did not. They didn't explain it well, or, well, I can't even say they didn't explain it well. They didn't explain it well at the right time. Mm -hmm. You have to explain it, especially when you're doing your, your, uh, your preview to the world. You have to explain it well. Stadia, I saw both of those Stadia connects. They were not good, and they did not explain Mm -hmm. nothing. They they kept touting features and talking about 8K, and just kept saying, uh, you know trigger words and i'm just like dude this means nothing to me what you're saying you're not you're not explaining what this is and you damn sure didn't explain the pricing how, how stuff because there was games you could buy but it's all streaming so you had to pay 9.95 and then so how do how does this work <laughs> you know see I, I know what they meant to say but what they meant to say is not how it turned out because i know for a fact you can just buy games and play them on the service if you don't pay into the service itself. But at the same time, it's like, why would I buy the games if I can just pay for a month and play whatever I feel like playing and then be done with it? So you're trying to do Game Pass and... I don't know what you're trying to do here. And on top of that, you again, you have no way to back up anything that you got from the service. Yeah. So the service goes under, you are done. Yep. So I, I, it was a good idea in theory, in my in my opinion, but in like some stuff, some ideas look good on paper. I mean, some of them do, but they had all the components that they needed to make it a success 
before they even announced what it was. Yeah. And then when they announced what it was and what they had planned to do with it, I was like, but you just got rid of everything that you had in place that already already worked for this. <laughs> and that, that was working for years, by the way. Straight up years. Like a lot of your users were was using this to help your YouTube. I know your YouTube numbers skyrocketed because mm-hmm. a lot of people started doing podcasting with, with Hangouts on Air. Yep. Oh, they they had definitely if that was what got them so close to overtaking Twitch for live streaming. Yeah. And, and for some reason, they just didn't understand that. I'm like, I don't know how you don't understand this. But okay. Yeah. I mean, I just, I I still find it crazy. I still find it um, really, just, I'm like, sometimes, I, this is why I don't like suits running stuff. Because half the time, they run businesses and don't understand the business they running. Nope. Like, it's cool to like, okay, yeah, we're going to run this. But then you can tell the difference between an Iwata running Nintendo and a Sean Layden running PS4. Running Sony. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you you can tell the difference. You can tell the difference between a Phil Spencer and a Don Matrick. Oh, yeah. If you want to go there, you can tell the difference. <laughs> because there is a difference between somebody who's, yeah, He's on top, but he actually came through the business, through the actual business. And you got somebody who, yeah, I'm a numbers guy. I run finances. I'm, I run. I handle the stock market. Those guys, you can tell the difference between between those guys. Ask Activision. Oh yeah, <laughs> Activision. Oh, and EA, and CD Projekt Red. So let's go on to CD Projekt Red. So, <laughs> um. I knew that was coming. And so, uh, this I found this article on um, purexbox.com, and it was uh, the Ori director is pretty much pissed at Fable and Cyberpunk 2077, as well as No Man's Sky creators calling them snake oil salesmen because they promise stuff and don't deliver. And their games <laughs> get the critical praise and all of that, but if you actually go and play the game, it ain't what they said it was. But Here's the caveat to that. At least the Ori games are good games. Yeah. Fable teeters that line. Yeah, Fable does. Cyberpunk, I've heard it's a good game if you have a PC that can run it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everything no else. Man's Sky was completely empty promises. Everything about that game was an empty promise. I mean, the, the the thing that pissed me off about No Man's Sky was we had like two years, like six different videos of the same video with just different people coming out from the development team not saying a damn thing about that game. They're talking but not really telling you anything. Yeah. And, pe- and people like praising it. And I'm sitting there like, yeah, but which, what, what what's the game about? What's the purpose? Oh, but you can go to this planet, this planet, that planet. Oh, okay. What's the game about? Why? Yeah. Why am I going to these planets? Why am I exploring this stuff? Why am I gathering these resources? Now, if you want to say Minecraft in space, okay, say Minecraft in space. But if you don't say nothing like that, you don't say anything because you don't know yourself, Mr. Game Developer, then why? 
I digress. Now I did hear that it's gotten substantially better since they went multiplat. So they went on Xbox and PC now, so it's not a Sony. Well, no, exclusive. it was already on PC. It was already on PC. Well, the, the, I've heard it gotten better. I don't know. I never played it. I said I wasn't gonna play it because, like, you're not gonna sit up here and get me to buy a game, and you ain't tell me what the game is. I don't buy games if you don't tell me what the game is. I'm sorry. I got to have a point to it. I'm like, even MMOs, like, or partial MMOs like Destiny and um, The Division, you know what you're doing. You know the point of the game. Yep. You know, they don't just be like, oh, yeah, well, you're a space wizard. So, like, they don't don't do that. Like, so Star Wars? Yeah, see? (laughs) So, stuff like that. Now, I, I agree with the Ori director on mm. on that, but I here's the problem with CD Projekt Red, and I think people rightfully so have a, have a reason to get angry, but once again, this is one of those situations where who's really at fault? Is it CD Projekt Red, or is it the gamers? Because, number one, they they tried to um, push the game back, if people remember. They did delay it. They, they, did, they did put it out that they were trying to push it back because they were having issues. And People was like, no, I want the game now. I want it now. Then when it comes out, you mad. You don't want to open your mouth. Now, the other thing about that, too, is they're not a private company. They're a publicly traded company, which means they answer to a board of directors. The board of directors don't give a damn that you're a gamer. They think you're a nerd. They hate you. That's about as far as they leave it. Yeah, they don't like you. They make fun of you. They laugh at you. Now buy the game. Yep. They they don't care. And that's why I'm saying this because people still don't understand. Yes, gaming has get has become more popular, but it's still very niche and people still look down upon because you game. Like hell, if anybody saw that Joe Budden podcast with the women on it. Mm. You realize, yeah, gaming ain't really as Mainstream as you think it is. It kind of is, it kind of ain't. Because <laughs> people still look down on people that game, even though, you know, there are a lot of people that, there, there are people with making six or seven figures that game, but, and you wonder why they game? Because it's a way for them to unwind. Stress relief. Yeah, it's a stress relief. Some people use it as a stress relief. They use it as it's a hobby. But some people don't get that. That's a whole other discussion for a whole other day. I'm not, I promise I won't get mad. But... Like, <laughs> Look, it's just the thing that somebody does that they enjoy, and people don't understand it. Like, simple as that. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, are there people that, you know, they abuse it? Of course. There's people that abuse everything. Yeah. They're just... You're going to have people like that. But gaming is still very, very niche, whether you want to believe it or not. So, yeah, has it gotten better since the 90s? Yeah. Is it still, are you still looked down upon? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Hell, the people we, the, some of the people we've done podcasts with have full-on families, and they're gamers. But you got people who don't know that that'll tell them that they lose us for being gamers. I'm or like, people, people that'll run their mouth like, oh, what grown man is sleeping, sleeping with women if he plays video games? I'm like, I remember responding to that dude. I'm like, Quite often, but it doesn't really make a difference if you play video games or not. Yeah, that has nothing to do with that, bro. <laughs> it really has nothing to do That's with that. That's kind of a 
depending on you as a person. Yeah, bro. Some sound like somebody ain't got no game. Um. <laughs> that yeah, that would be him himself, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, cause I, I I've heard some um women who who love the game in their life and uh they they give rave reviews. That's all I'm gonna say. So um. <laughs> So uh, that being said, I'm not going to uh, touch that subject. <laughs> hey man, sometimes, sometimes it has to be said because people have the wrong idea. I I'm just saying I'm not touching that subject because I can go too deep into it. So I'm just leaving that one alone. I'm gonna leave that one alone completely. So <laughs> that being said, I mean, yeah, I get it. So I get why people are upset about the whole CD Project Red thing, but I'm not. I'm still not. I'm kind of mad at them, but I'm kind of not. Cause I under I understand the game. I understand. In the words of, of uh, Tyrion Lannister, I understand how this game is played. So <laughs> I, I understand how the game is played. So I'm like, okay, I get it. Th- their mistake was they went public. Once they went public, I'm like, bro, that's whoo. There's benefits to that, and there is non-benefits to that, and they found out the hard way. So the benefit was that they got more money coming in. Uh, the uh, con to it. Yep. <laughs> they have a board to answer to that don't give a damn about the products that they put out. Mm-mm. And don't give a damn about the fans neither. All I know is I better have a damn um bonus check come December. <laughs> that's all I know. <laughs> and that's pretty much how that works. I mean, I, I know people are probably not gonna understand that, but that's that's how that works, honestly. Um, so let's go on to some more depressing news. So Nintendo <laughs> Uh, allegedly, this is all allegedly. We don't know if this is true or not. I think it is, but apparently, Netflix did have a Star Fox claymation show and a Legend of Zelda live action series that was going to start production at Netflix, but Nintendo canceled it due to leaks. I'm saying this allegedly, so due to leaks, that that's how they got canceled. Now, I was talking to Andre before we started. Um. I did not want to see a Star Fox Claymation show. No one. I did. want that. I want the anime that you dropped. Everybody wants a production IG anime. Yeah, that, I don't care if it's. I, I don't care if it's fifteen minutes an episode. That's what I want. <laughs> you ain't gonna tease me with that and then give me a Claymation show. Yeah, yeah, y'all did the right thing by canceling that. I'm sorry that, that nobody wanted that. That was gonna blow up in your face big time. <laughs> I don't care how good it was. People gonna be like. You think people was mad about Wind Waker? Oh yeah. You think people was mad about Wind Waker? You haven't seen anger <laughs> if that would have came out. Now the Legend of Zelda thing, I'm torn because y'all know I'm a Legend of Zelda fanboy. So I know it can work in live action. Um, the problem is, I think they probably should have came. They would have came out better animating it first. Because mm-hmm. I don't know how you, I don't know how, what, what, how do you do this? So do you do oh. a <clears throat> 10 episode series a season? So do you do Ocarina of Time for season one? Do you do Ocarina of Time first and do child? And then season two, do adult. And then season three, you do uh, Wind Waker. And then season four, you do uh, Skyward Sword. And then season five, you do um, Majora's Mask. Yeah, yeah, Is that how you do that? Too much stuff. It's yeah. too much stuff. Or... Or do you just Lord of the Rings it and do three Legend of Zelda movies? 
I mean, I, I either one of those could work, but if they were going to do just like a live action show, then it would have to fit the theming of stuff like Hercules or Xena and stuff back from way back then. Yeah, like, uh, like what, what was the other one? Beast, I think it was Beastmaster was the other Beastmaster. one. Yeah, the other that show like that. Yeah, it would have to fit like that, and that's a lot of CG work. Yeah. A lot of money has to go into that, and that would take a crap ton of time. Actually, it would be the same for a movie. Yeah, it's so larger scale. In my opinion, you're better off just animating, letting the anime studio handle, let the anime house handle it. Yep. Do you let people get used to it so the people that don't game the 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 casual um, Netflix um, binger <laughs> give them something to give them something to watch? Because un- unlike Fire Emblem, you can get away with uh, PG thirteen, um, PG to PG thirteen. Legend of Zelda. You can get away yeah, with you that. Could. You definitely could. Fire Emblem, you kind of can't because nah. that story gets like you. You gonna probably go from uh, TV fourteen to mature because them themes go from like zero to sixty just that fast. In, yeah, in that, that story. would that would have to start off as a mature series, whether yeah. people would realize that or not. I mean, it's and literally that could Game be done of Thrones. It's literally Game of well, Thrones. Well, Game of Thrones is Fire Emblem as a TV yeah. show, basically. Yeah. I mean, if, if you go and buy the stories and the lore, if you play a Fire Emblem game, you'll be like, oh, yeah, this is some Game of Thrones-ish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I still, to this day, don't understand how they get E10 ratings. Because a lot of it's animated, it's cartoony, it's easy to to cut. You can cut people without cutting them. There's no blood. That's true. That's true. No, well, oh. well, well, I mean, there is... The, Never mind, I'm not gonna say nothing about Depending the dragons. Depending on the game. <laughs> oh, the I'm not gonna... game there's no blood. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm not gonna say nothing about the dragon situation. <clears throat> so <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But you're not either way, you're not seeing it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> but you know what happens. <laughs> yes, you know... know what happens. You don't see it. Thank God. Um <laughs> that would be disturbing. <laughs> so... I I don't want I do not want to picture how that, that would work out on on a, on a show. I... I don't, I, don't, wanna, I don't even want to. I don't want to. Yeah. So, but Legend there's of Zelda. Too, there's too many logistics to that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the Legend of Zelda, you could do that Lord of the Rings style. Because to me, Legend of Zelda is more Lord of the Rings story focused as opposed to Fire Emblem, which Fire Emblem is more character focused. It's all about the, the characters and the yeah. scheming and the portrayals and all of that stuff. Legend of Zelda is more story based, where it's the story that guides yeah. everything. So, um, I personally, basically I th- one one story. Oh, I was about to say, basically one story is about the journey, and the other story is about the situations around the people. Yeah, basically, that, that's why it's the, the the best comparison I can make is Lord of the Rings for Legend of Zelda, Game of Thrones for Fire Emblem. Yep, and and don't think that Fire Emblem is one of those series that's tame. It really, once again, it ain't. It's just like the whole Wind Waker. You get situation. to the inner workings of you get to the inner workings of one of those games. It's yeah. worse than Game of Thrones. Yeah, and like I, I you say this about Wind Waker all the time. People are like, oh, Wind Waker is just cartoon. I'm like, play that game. That's one of the darkest Zelda games. Because when you start getting into the actual story of what went down and what happened, you're like, how did this get an E10? How? Because if you go by the story, there ain't no way <laughs> this should be. If you, if you went by story, it should have been at least teen. 
Yeah, at least. that, And that's being nice. Because to me, it's darker than Twilight Princess. Twilight Princess ain't that dark to me. It just has like the more mature, misty look. Wind Waker's way worse. Yeah, Wind Waker's way worse story-wise. The, the stuff that happens, the kidnappings, the what really happened to Hyrule. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, jeez. Like, okay, um, that went... <laughs> That, that 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 went 360. I pulled the 360 for real on that one. So yeah, I I understand that, but I think honestly, if if I'm Nintendo, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna live action anything in my stable right now. No, everything's gonna get animated. Like if we do a Kid Icarus animated, if anime, now I ain't even gonna go cart anime. The only thing you probably get away with is, as a cartoon is probably Mario, just because it's Mario. Yeah, Mario and maybe Splatoon. Maybe Splatoon, yeah. But even even Splatoon, I'd probably throw that anime first, the comedy side I think, anime. I think it would be, uh, yeah, I, would, I think it would be better as an anime, but I'm just saying you could you could get pass away with it off. It. Yeah, but Legend of Zelda, F Zero, Met, even Metroid, um, all of that anime first before I even think about live action. Now I know there have been rumors about Metroid getting a live action film because i remember the first time i heard about it was like 2004 or 5 uh, john Wu was trying to get the rights to it to do it and um i think that would have worked but then we would have had alien doves even though i think that probably would have worked it would have worked yeah he, he would have made it work he would have made it work yeah they would have been doves we, we don't know how the doves would have showed up but they would have showed up <laughs> and samus would have killed all of them yes along with the planet so um but I remember, I want to say it was like 2004 or 5 when I heard that, and then that fell through, and then I read somewhere that somebody, uh, some studio wanted to do it, and I guess they pitched it to Nintendo, and Nintendo was like, oh, hell nah. So, <laughs> there's that. Now, the problem Metroid... Well, it might have been the same people that did them Resident Evil movies, that's probably why. Probably, yeah. Now, the Metroid, Metroid is a little bit of a, is a little bit of a conundrum to me. Because if you go by Twitter and you go by social media, you would swear Metroid has Halo levels of popularity. If you go by sales numbers, that thing don't sell. That, that game series don't sell. It's a miracle they get they get a game on the system when they get one. I love the Metroid Prime um, trilogy. Things did not sell well. They they are highly rated, all three of them, even though I think Echoes wasn't that good. All three of them are highly rated. They're damn near masterpieces, but they don't sell. So, especially in the states, they don't sell. So I, you, but if you listen to social media, you would swear up and down that this is the this is like Halo levels of popularity. And I'm like, nah, not really, bro. Not not really. So I understand Even why. Though Ian Blake in the butt. Bad thing is, Halo borrowed so much from that series. And Perfect Dark, we're not going to get into that. But um, <laughs> I, I'm, yeah, but I, I just, I, I sit there and I'm like, I would love for Metroid to get like a movie, but it would have to be done like the Appleseed um, movies, the yeah. CG, and the, that CG um, anime hybrid, especially like Ex Machina. I, would, I was like, dude, that's how you need to do it. Ex Machina style. Just do it like that. I think it will work best if they do it like that. Um, I would never do a live action uh, Metroid just because. Um, I, well, I, let me t- let me. 
I, it's, it's not that I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't let an American studio do it. No. Well, Jay, Jay, why would you not let an American studio do do Metroid? Because they are they are agenda driven. Japan don't care about your agenda. They don't. They tell their story that they're gonna tell. They can give a damn about your agenda. As Rising of the Shield Hero. As Goblin Slayer. They don't give a damn about your fucking about your freaking uh uh agenda. They don't care. Yeah, they don't care. Over here, Hollywood, they too agenda driven. They want to check off too many boxes. No. No. And and to and when you read the lore on Metroid, she's basically Frank Castle on steroids. She's Frank Castle if he would have got a super soldier serum. And Iron Man suit. And Super Soldier Serum, Iron Man suit, and additional alien DNA. Yeah. That that's basically what she is, especially if you go back and play through um Metroid Prime, the first one, and you at least 95% it. You'll find out very quickly how she is. She, she's not a very uh mentally stable person, and she's not a very she She's a caring person unless you're a space pirate. I'll put it like that. If you're a space pirate, you're dead. There ain't no, there ain't no negotiation. There ain't no talking. There ain't no, there's no pleading, no, no begging for mercy. She's gonna kill you. Which is why she, I say, she, which is why I say she's Frank Castle. <laughs> she'd kill everything. Yeah. Anything walking. And God forbid, <laughs> really show up. <laughs> That whole planet, that whole planet, gonna be nuked. It's gonna, it's just turn into dust. But if a Amer- if so, if a Hollywood studio get it, they won't do that. They try to give her a boyfriend or a girlfriend. They try to make it. They 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 have too too many agendas. They try to push, and I don't even. It, it shouldn't even be like that, because to me the story it's a very simple, uh, story of revenge, alien style. Except it's, there's no horror in it. Well, not <sighs> horror like like you think. It's it's a horror story, but if, unless, the only the only horror story is if you're a space pirate. If you're a space pirate, it's a very you're scared out your mind. But if you, you know, not a space pirate, you're nine times out of ten gonna be all right. <laughs> as long as you get off the planet before she decides. As to long nuke as it. you didn't cross her. <laughs> yeah, as long as you get off the planet before she decides to nuke it. I mean, now I will say this. I would. I, I'm not against the idea of Smash Brothers getting the anime. <laughs> oh, everybody wants that. Uh... That Link and Pit fight. <laughs> it, it sealed the no, deal. No, 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 not the Link Pit fight. The Link Palutena fight. That's what everybody really wants. Yeah, because we never saw it. We never got to see it. And the other thing is all the memes that came out of the whole uh, uh, Little Mac and Samus <laughs> situation. <laughs> Which I, I still, still don't think know how funny. to put that together. Hey, I laugh. I just think it's funny. I think it's funny. It's I think it's funny, but I'm just like, I'm like, that don't make sense. Because yeah. if you think about it, she could, so many ways she could kill him. Yeah. But okay. Yeah, I don't think she want to kill him though. Just by some of the memes. <laughs> um, not in the literal sense. Not in the literal sense. Uh, He'd be dead afterwards anyway. And he might like it. <laughs> Who knows? Lil Mac is known for overcoming the odds. 
<laughs> I think those odds might be too much for him. Yeah, hey, I mean, hey, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, we're gonna go on from that. So, uh, Mass Effect Legendary Edition is coming everywhere but Switch. Um, thank you, EA. Uh, <laughs> so we did get a trailer for that one. Um, I think it's. You know what? I didn't get the date. Why did I not get the date before I logged on today? Um, I know it's supposed to be sometime this year. Uh, I want to say within the next couple months. Uh, let's see. You know what? They don't have a date down here. Okay, never mind. Um, the Legendary Edition is supposed to come out this year. Um, sometimes it's all three Mass Effect games, including the... Uh, DLC for Xbox, PlayStation, and PC. So now I will say this that on the uh, Push Square website, they and on the Nintendo Land website, they did say that uh, um, Bioware, I mean, EA is open to putting it on the switch the problem is i'm thinking that they're doing some kind of massive upgrade no they're still using unreal engine 3. Hmm. so why couldn't it be but i, I i'll let it go because it's ea and apparently they're allergic to money so <laughs> you would think though if we're just going to go ahead and put it out on everything why not just take the games as they already were, just include the DLC and put them on the Switch and then do the upgrades for everybody else? You would think they would do that. I mean, that, that's the way you can optimize your money and make the most out of it. But hey, I mean, 80 million units and, and still going strong. So, and, you alert oh, money. And, and 530 uh, units of software sold. But hey, let's not. I mean, if you're allergic to money, uh, yeah. 530 million, yes. 530 million. Mm. Apparently, y'all allergic to money. So, you and Capcom, y'all stay allergic to money. So, <laughs> well, me, at least Capcom put Mega Man 11 on the Switch, though. I mean, yeah, they, they'll go put the old stuff on there. <laughs> this is what we, this is what we just asked for putting the old stuff on the system. Yeah, because we didn't get it the first time. <laughs> Mass Effect. Yeah. Nice of the old Republic. The Old Republic, Jade Empire. Yeah, they make a lot of money off of all those, but you don't want to, and I don't know why. But it seems to me that they're stupid, and I can't, I can't tell them anymore what to do. Nah, I mean, it's, it's it's a weird situation. Once again, this is one of those situations where I, I'm blaming this solely on the board. Oh yeah, I will. I'm I blaming this solely on the board. I'm not blaming this on the developers or nothing. I mean, I'm blaming this on the board because if you were, if you were actually looking, if you were actually looking at all the variables, you would have, you would have said, no, we're actually putting stuff on the switch. I mean, look, you can even look back and say Crisis because Crisis Three was one running on the Wii U. There's no reason that Crisis One, Two, and Three couldn't be put on the switch. But hey, yeah, I mean, whatever. It is what it is. So. Let us know in the comments what you guys think about the whole Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Are you going to pick it up for uh, anything else and then find out like two months later that's coming to Switch next year, next summer? Because um, that's probably what's going to happen. That's probably exactly what's going to happen. And then they're going to get mad and say that um, EA doesn't perform well on Switch because people won't buy it. I'm like, no, because they already bought it 
for the other. They already bought it everywhere else, so they're not gonna get it. Yeah, they're not gonna. Why would I buy it on the Switch when I already have it on my PS5 or my PC or my on my PC gaming rig? So this wouldn't be happening. Yeah, it's once again it don't make much sense. Yeah, it really doesn't. So moving on to stuff that was canned. Um, <laughs> Golden Eyes 007 remake. So I, I found this one out on um uh, purexbox.com as well. Uh, so apparently back in the early days of the 360, there was supposedly a Golden Eyes 007 remake. But it got canned. Now, there's differing reasons as to why it got canned. I'm not going to go into that. But my question is, if it was uh, if it was allowed to go through by the estate and by whoever holds all the varying licenses. Once a universal holds a lot of those licenses. Yeah. So if it was allowed, do you think it could have worked? And what system should they have put it on? Because I think it probably could have worked, well, but I think they would have came out better putting it on everything instead of just putting it on uh, just Microsoft, just on Xbox. I think they would have came out better, probably making more money if they put it on everything. They they probably would have, but during that time frame, Xbox itself really didn't have a whole, whole lot of exclusives, and that probably would have been a really good pull as an exclusive for Xbox, especially back before we had Daniel Craig as Bond. Yeah, and we still Pierce Brosnan was still the the actor for Bond. Mm-hmm. It would have been a bigger pull, and people are going to say it's Nintendo's fault. Like Nintendo didn't own the license to 007, yeah. and they, they uh, didn't have Rare anymore at that point, so yeah. <laughs> they really and, had no well, hand. Who who actually had Rare at the time, and who and the Stanford Bros <laughs> was still there during this time? Microsoft had them. Yeah, so. Um, that's the other thing too. Like I think people don't realize, like the original Goldeneye did not come out when that movie came out. Mm, it came out like ninety six well or ninety seven. That's like two years after the movie came out in ninety five. Matter of fact, when that when that game came out, Tomorrow Never Dies was in theaters. Yep. <laughs> so you can't really. It, it's not. I can't really even blame that on Nintendo because once again, and, I, and going through the article. They they didn't even know how many people own the license. That's how spread out the bond licenses are. It's ridiculous how many how many people you got to go through just to get the DOK. So yep. I can only imagine the headache if you're a game developer trying to because you got to get the music, which is done differently from the estate, which is done differently from Universal or MGM or whoever has it. And then if, depending on what story it is, you may actually have to go to Universal, or you may have to go to MGM, depending on what story you're trying to do. <laughs> According to the article, I'm like, okay, so that that is ridiculous. That is straight up ridiculous. If it's that complicated, you would think that somebody would try to consolidate all that just to make it easy so you can make more money. But nope, they they, they didn't do that. Um, personally, I'm more of a Perfect Dark fan than I am Goldeneye. Yeah. But I, I will say this: Goldeneye was a lot of fun when you had uh, players playing with you, because and this is before the days of the internet, so you be in your college dorm room, which I was, and those gameplay sessions went four or five hours. Easy. Oh, yeah, definitely. Easy. Especially if you, you was playing a game and you had whoever was like the, the bottom one or bottom two swap off and somebody else came on, you had 
a bunch of different people just playing around. Yeah. And you gave somebody the Mad Cat's joystick so you know you could always win? That's messed up. <laughs> what? Hey, look, man. I was trying to give up the stick. Look, I was trying to give up the stick. I, I wasn't trying to. God dang it. See, the bad thing is I always handicap myself playing against other people. <laughs> oh, no. I, I cheated. I, I, gave, I gave people controls that was broke on purpose. I did it all. I was evil. I'm not gonna lie. In college, I was evil. I, I, I ain't even gonna lie to you. I had I had two good controllers, and the other two was iffy to say the least. <laughs> and that's me being nice about it. They might work. Yeah. <laughs> Look, man, Mad Cats, Mad Cats controllers was cheap, and they always had drift. Y'all complaining about uh, Joy-Con drift and. Uh, PS4, uh, DualSense Drift and Xbox Drift. Nah, you ain't seen Drift until you had a Mad Cat's controller. <laughs> oh man, you have no mean, idea what Drift is until you had a Mad Cat's controller. <laughs> you can barely touch that stick, and that motherfucker would drift for years, <laughs> yeah. years. And it took a while to reset it because you had to damn near manually do it. Man, Mad Cat's is the reason I started learning how to take apart my controllers. <laughs> They're the reason. I was like, hell no, nah, I'm I'm gonna fix this, I'm gonna fix this thumbstick real quick. I'm not gonna be sitting here. I'm not buying a new one. But I had the money. I'm gonna fix this mom. <laughs> and that's pretty much how that went. <laughs> but yeah, um the, the GoldenEye game was actually pretty good. I still have my 64 and um I, I play it from time to time. It's not bad. It's not a bad game. I just prefer Perfect Dark because Perfect Dark had more options to it. You could practice on Perfect Dark without, you know, you can actually practice with bots. On Perfect yeah. Dark, you couldn't do that on um, Goldeneye. If you played multiplayer, you actually had to have people. Um, that's one thing I miss about a lot of first-person um, shooter games. Like Perfect Dark, and I think there was a couple others. Top Splitters did it too, where you yeah. could actually practice, where you could actually put bots in the in the thing, so you can run simulation on how you know, so you actually get better. Yeah. Um, a lot and, of they and on top that. of that, and on top of that, bef- because it was before online. It could make it. It could make playing on a map feel so much more lively because you had, you have like eight bots and four people playing. So that's twelve people mm-hmm. running around the map. It and, made it fun. And Perfect Dark, I've done that where it would be me and we'd all be on teams, and we'd have at least six, five or six bots in there, and we just went like that, and and, and it was fun. Like so. It's one of those situations like that. I kind of wish they'd bring that back, but that's wishful thinking. Um, now, hopefully, they, hey, who knows? They might put that back in Perfect Dark, the the new one that's that's not rare is doing. <laughs> so <laughs> that not rare is doing. Yeah. <laughs> Goddamn Microsoft. Um. So Final Fantasy VII remake Part Two is reported to be coming sooner rather than later. I do not care. I don't believe it. That too. <laughs> um, look, I, I get it. I understand that it is a nostalgia piece, but I'm gonna be I'm gonna keep it a hundred with y'all. I'm keeping a buck with y'all. I prefer Final Fantasy VIII. I'm just I'm just being honest. I prefer I eight. I mean, no, now don't get me wrong. Sephiroth is the better villain, but eight is clearly the better story. <laughs> yeah, I, I, Sephiroth is the better villain. But Squall is the better protagonist. He is. <laughs> yeah, I, hands down. Um, that being said, I, my main issues with that game 
was the fact that I paid thinking that they were gonna it was gonna be like I I should not have gotten it not knowing how they were gonna break it up. When they said it was gonna be episodic, I figured, oh, they it was three discs, they're probably gonna have three <clears throat> to maybe three to five parts. That that's that's normal thinking, right? They didn't say anything, but that's normal thinking. No, it's the first five hours of the game spread out over 40. I'm not paying another $60 for another five hours. No, I'm not doing that. So oh. uh, so Square Enix, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to be honest with you. Until you break down how y'all doing this, I'm not buying another, I'm not buying another one. It, it's, like they, it's like they did Lord of the Rings Extended Editions Extreme Version. Yeah. <laughs> but, you only get to, but you only get to watch right up to when they leave, the hobbits leave for, um, oh man, <laughs> where Sam and um, Frodo leave. Wait, what? <laughs> like, I watched, no this for, I watched this for 20 hours to cover <laughs> something I could have watched an hour for. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's one of the things where I'm, I'm, I'm kind of salty at Square about that because, and I should have known better. I should have known better. I should have, I should have waited until they said how they were, how the breakdown was. They did not. I bought they the first going to. Yeah. I bought the <laughs> I bought the first episode because I'm like, I'm a nostalgia fan. I would love to see how they do this. <sighs> when I realized it was only the first five hours, I'm like, this is some bull. <laughs> and and then they show Sephiroth so much in that game. Yeah. And you really if you're playing the original, you don't, you see, him. don't see him until you are ten hours into that game. They treated him in the original, they treated him like Godzilla in the yes. first Godzilla movie. Like you you kept hearing whispers, but you didn't see a damn thing till t- till you get to damn near the second disc. Yeah, you didn't see no. You didn't see him until the the first time you see him is right before you leave Midgar, right before you leave, because he kills right the here. president of Shimra. Yeah, right mm. before you leave, and then he's gone just as quickly as he showed up. Yeah. So I, I don't I, I I don't get it. Um, so Shadow. A quick, quick little review. Uh, I hate Mrs. Sune from um, Monster on the Rise. That, and... that was not in. That was not part of what we were just talking about. <laughs> I just feel like I had to say it. Um, but uh, we, we we gave a little quick little, and I want to get your thoughts on this one because you are a uh, uh, fan of the Legend of Zelda, as am I. The yes, I am. The canceling of the Netflix show due to leaks allegedly i want to get your thoughts on that uh i don't know if i really have an opinion on that like nintendo pulls stuff for all kind of reasons and we don't even know whether it was even gonna be good at this point because we don't know if they partnered with somebody else and Mm -hmm. nintendo just licensed the project or if it was something that nintendo did internally um but I'm more inclined to believe it was something that Nintendo did internally because I think they they put Star Fox along with that leak too, didn't they? It was yeah, like it a was Star a, Fox anime. It was a no, Claymation. it wasn't anime. It was claymation. Claymation. Okay. That, that's what I'm like. Been great too, but no, that would have been bad. <laughs> you think so? You think you th- you don't think uh what's name would have done done it justice if first if, all, if first of all if Seth Green did it? First of all, if you give me that 15 minutes of greatness. <laughs> For the for that Star Fox Zero, and then you tell me I got to look at Robot Chicken, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I like Robot Chicken. I think they could detail it like if, instead of because you've seen some of the stuff that they did where it's not it's not Robot Chicken, 
and they they build like really good replicas like for like presidents and stuff like that or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. so they have the talent to do it. Robot Chicken just looks sloppy because that's intentional. That's how they, yeah, that's how they're supposed to do it. But I'm just saying, like they you sh- you gave me 15 minutes of greatness with production IG. That's yeah. what I want. <laughs> I don't want Will Vinton. I want production IG. <laughs> I get it. I don't want Wallace and Gromit. I want production IG. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, and and it's so great for certain certain properties. Uh, I I fell in love with um, with Damon Ace Machina's uh, intro as well. That's just I don't I don't I don't know how to feel about this because it could have been if it's a, a live action Zelda. Could have been every bit as good as The Witcher. I, we don't. We don't know. There's no way to really tell. Or it could have been horrible. And Nintendo said, "Let me cut. Let's cut our losses while we're at it." So I, I'm thinking because, and this is what I told Andre for Legend of Zelda. Because yeah, I'm a I'm a fan. You're a fan, but the casual Netflix binge audience don't care. It's kind of like the it's kind of like the Marvel movies. Everybody yeah. loves all 23 of them. But they don't read the comics, <laughs> so yeah, they, it, it they depends on the implementation. Yeah, because well, two two things that we're seeing good from Disney right now is uh, Mandalorian and uh, and WandaVision. So it it's just I, if they do it in that way, like say, hey, take different different takes from the universe episodically, and there's enough to satisfy. Hey, you're the nerd that that no. follows all of this. And hey, you're the person that knows nothing about this. Um, here's little pieces to it. I think I have children doing Saturday Night Slam Masters upstairs or <laughs> Fire Pro, one of the two. It's amazing. Um, dad's at large. But anyway, um, it's AEW games drop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but once you see, once you see what what Disney is doing, like uh, it, it just makes all the sense in the world for everybody else to follow in the same in the same steps. Like it doesn't have to be. Hey, this is a sequel to Star Wars. Or, hey, this is just do a real good type of story in that environment. Like, I would be perfectly fine if you did a Legend of Zelda game where if Link shows up, it's only because the main character walked by him or something like second person type yeah. situation. Yeah. And and because we all know Link is the hero, so why even focus on him if you you want to focus on the lore and the environment and get people that don't know anything about Zelda to get into it. And then once you see, you know, like Zelda become a nuclear weapon somewhere that's just <laughs> happening somewhere, you're like, what was that? Like, you know, kind of situation. See and it's big not like smoke cloud. And yeah. it's not like Legend of Zelda doesn't have eighty billion stories they can damn do. That that I, that ain't that ain't my problem. My problem is I think honestly, just to be just to be honest, I think that it will probably work better animated because the reason why I say it worked better animated, you get, you don't have to get an A-list actor, which mm-hmm. in live action, you got to have at least one A-lister because if you don't, you got to have somebody that's going to draw. But if but if you do the animation, then I think at that point, then you're going to be required to do a story about the main characters, though. I think at that point, you would have well, to. You can. Well, my thing was first season should actually be probably to, if I'm if I'm thinking right. If I'm doing a first season, I'm either doing Skyward Sword or Ocarina of Time. And if I'm doing Ocarina of Time, I'm doing two animated seasons, one as child, one as adult. 
mm-hmm. and see where it goes. Now, the thing, the thing is, the reason why I say anime is because I let one of the anime studio houses do it, like Production IG or um, Studio Parole or uh, Gonzo or one of them do it, or hell, even Ghibli. Yeah, yeah. Oh, do man, it. but you gotta spend some money to get them on. Well, Ghibli, you have to. I don't yeah. think because I think I don't I don't know if like they would do that because Nintendo's pretty well loved in Japan. I don't think they'd be like, oh yeah, um, we're gonna charge you eighty five billion dollars for one season. They ain't gonna do that. Yeah, that'd be reasonable, <laughs> but still, that that'll be a high production. <clears throat> but that's what you would yeah, want. But, but live of, action, you still have to worry about CG, and there's gonna yeah. be a lot of CG elements. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna have to, or or it's gonna look stupid. So either way, you got to pay a lot of money. Yeah, either you're going to pay go, for the right? high quality animation, then. Yeah. And it's going to come out to be in probably just as much as if you had to go get probably even it'll probably come out less because you don't have to pay whoever you get to play Ganon or whoever you get to play Zelda's rate. Because yeah. once again, they're not going to get. They'll probably get like an unknown for few for a few characters, but you got to get somebody that's going to draw. And once again, if they decide to get Samuel Jackson to play Ganondorf, we're probably going to be in a. The situation. So, <laughs> I no, mean, no, no, man. Get, get, look, Samuel Jackson cannot be Ganondorf. He has to be a shopkeeper. He has to be a shopkeeper. <laughs> yeah, yep. Gives Link the supplies. Actually, I have actually, a whole, I have a whole thing I want to do for that that would be funny as hell, and I still have to write it up. But he has be, to be a shopkeeper. Having me the happy man salesman. No, having having me the happy man salesman. No, 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 no. That'd be no. hilarious. No, because no, you gotta use Miyamoto for that. Because the character yeah. was just like him. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, <laughs> you, get, you got it. You got that. But I just think it would be ironic. Well, if, I mean, have, if he's if it's like if he's like the shopkeeper slash informant for stuff going on, that would be perfect role for him in the Legend of Zelda. Yeah, I can see that happen. But I mean that that's that's one of those things that you know I, I think probably them canceling probably was a good idea, honestly. Because one, we don't know who the story was going to be. We don't know who, what studio was working with it, and I don't trust Hollywood. So I would no. prefer, I would prefer a Japanese studio do it. I don't. I just don't trust Hollywood. I, I just don't. Um, like, I, like they they are too feeling themselves right now. So <laughs> I, I don't trust them to actually stick to the story. I, I trust them to try to do something that's probably going to be not. Uh, true to the characters, yeah. honestly. Oh, it definitely wouldn't be true to the characters, especially since most of them don't know anything about this story. No, yeah. they don't. And yeah, they're not going to do the research. They would try to turn it into Peter Pan, even though there's some similarities. It's not the same. Yeah. Yeah. They're not going to do the due diligence. They're not going to, you know, have uh, Ioma signed as 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 a reference for being a you know being a content. A content nope. director or anything like that. That's not going to happen. They're going to want to take over the whole thing and mm-hmm. just pay Nintendo for the license and they're going to create some crap. Uh, uh, probably, probably not as bad as, as Super Mario Brothers, but Dragon, it's going to be a bad Dragon Ball Evolution or Street Fighter, The Legend of Chun Li. Yep. <laughs> and, and, I mean, uh, it could be as bad as Double Dragon. Double Dragon was kind of. Oh. But, uh, Why'd you remind me of that? Uh, uh, <laughs> hey, Shadow. And you got to get the the greatest um, movie writer of all time, Simon Kimberg, to write it. Oh, <sighs> my life. Yeah. So, life. so um, on that note, let's talk about. Uh, so Mario got their their thirty fifth um, collection 
you know, last year. Yeah. This year is Zelda's and Metroid's, but I don't think Metroid's getting anything. But get nothing. <laughs> yeah, Zelda. They need a game for that to happen. Yeah, <laughs> Zelda is getting theirs. So my last question of the night is, who do you? What games would you put in the Zelda 35th collection? And you only get four. So what games would you put in? Uh, it's weird because Virtual Console has resold these games so much, and uh, GameCube had a had a collection, had two collections actually. Yep. Um, I don't know how to how you do this. Uh, the only other thing I could think of is there's a there's a Ocarina of Time remake, uh, Ocarina of Time HD instead of 3D. Yep. Uh, it, that will also go with the Twilight Princess HD. I mean, that's why I princess uh, Majora's Mask HD. Mm-hmm. Um, to be honest with you, me personally, because I'm old school, like legit Zelda one, Zelda two, Zelda one, Zelda one, Zelda two, okay. um, and, and like HD. But I, I still want them to be their appropriate three quarter and and side scrolling okay. uh, varieties. I would not want to ch- basically how Link's Awakening was, but it doesn't have to look as cartoony. As cartoony, um, okay. Yeah, so I, I I think those would be appropriate. Um, so your Zelda four Two was- is a dark game, and a lot of people haven't played that. So yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. So your four is Ocarina, Majora, and one and two. Yeah, I I would prefer if there was a way to do it. Uh, the preferred way to do it would be. Um, because that's kind of what what uh what Mario All-Stars did. So you do a Legend of Zelda All-Stars, which would be a remake of 1 and 2 and Link to the Past. Um, and then you do a, a 3D remake, which would be Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. And if you want to throw in if you want to throw in um if you want well there was already already Wind Waker and Twilight Princess. So there's no there's no reason to really go back to those. So I, to me, to me, it would just it would be those five games, but I, I, that'll be stretching one. But okay. I do think Ocarina of Time definitely needs to be revisited in HD, and um, the first three do too. So okay, Andre, what about you? He already said everything I was going to say because I was going to say the first one, definitely Zelda two, and uh, a Link to the Past definitely would need a, a remake. Link to and the Past is you, probably still my favorite Zelda game still. Probably and you you could you could easily slip Majora's Mask and Ocarina of Time together as on the same like, part. Yeah, on the same. Because yeah. it's the same engine, same game, basically just rearranged assets. It could yeah. really just be the second quest because mm-hmm. you know the second quest didn't go away until a link to the past. So the first two games had second quests. Right. And on top of that, Master Quest from Ocarina of Time. So Yep. Well, okay, mine would honestly be um, Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask remakes. But I would probably put The Wind Waker and um, uh, Twilight Princess in. And the reason why I'm not putting 1, 2, or A Link to the Past in, not because they're not good. They're great games. Mm-hmm. The problem is when Ocarina of Time, from Ocarina of Time onward, the main console games, all follow the same time. They all follow the same timeline. It's when you try to mm-hmm. add all these other games in that when the timeline gets crazy. Yeah, but I mean, it's start, capping all that. Yeah, when when you start at Ocarina of Time, the timeline makes sense. 
if you go Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, uh, Wind Waker, Twilight Princess, Skyward Sword, Breath of the Wild, it makes sense. If you try to put in one, two, Link to the Past, Minus Cap, uh, Oracle of Ages, or it doesn't make any sense. It, so it goes one all and over. two, one and two are the the rise of Ganon. That, that, uh, that's what happens if Link actually gets killed. Yes, like, it, it's like a what if. One yeah. and two are basically a what if. But Link to the Past, I don't know where but that Link to the Past on. actually falls. It, it falls in that that timeline too. In that same one. timeline too. So yeah. that would be several years before the link that dies in Zelda One. Is that yeah. what I'm okay? Yeah. So that that's that's what I'm saying. Like if you start with that, that's why I'm like, look, I like those games, don't get me wrong, but that's before Nintendo actually had a realized yeah, cohesive. Hey, yeah. They, they, that's right before they realized, hey, we actually have a cohesive storyline if we actually do this right. They started that with Ocarina. That's why if you go back and play Ocarina of Time, you ain't even got 100% in it. But if you just yeah. run around with the with the Shikai mask on as a kid and talk to all them gossip stones, you'll see all the plot threads from anything they want to make for the next at least 10, 20 games. Yeah. They have so, – and I'm talking about side stories and everything because the gossip stones lay out so much stuff. Like, I'm sitting here really wanting them to do that freaking Shika game where you find out who betrayed the, the Shika. To, oh, the royal, everybody's been to, to the royal family. I bet they're related to Impa. They probably are more than likely. Oh yeah. yeah. I want to. I would love to see the the game the the game with uh, about the Bongo Bongo and how he got trapped in the bottom of that damn well, and why the the Sheikah had to trap him down there because they couldn't kill him. Yeah. I, I want to see that game. You know, there's a lot of stuff that happened in that in that game that. They can. We always talk about like, okay, should they do spinoffs? I'm like, actually, Legend of Zelda is set up to do spinoffs. It's, it's doing spinoffs already. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, but I'm talking about spinoffs where you ain't even got to bring up Link and Zelda at all. Yeah, like everybody wants to have like, oh, we want a strong woman to um, be in Legend of Zelda. I'm like, look, yeah, the but... Legend of Zelda story is is centers around courage, wisdom, and power. It centers around Link, Zelda, and Ganondorf. Can't change that. I know you may want to. You can't really change that. And before anybody say anything, um, if you have a problem with me saying that, but if I ask you why can't Link be black, you 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 start saying why am I bringing up race? You don't get the point. <laughs> yeah. The so point. so so their whole situation. I the way I see it is every one of those side stories to include. The Netflix or Disney special should end in all three of them battling at some point. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, well, the main stuff, the main stuff with Link, that it should always end with them three fighting. Now, if you want to do a side story, you ain't got to, you ain't got to worry about it. Matter of fact, the way I would set up a lot of these side stories is have it where you have Link, uh, where you have Zelda telling Link the story. You do the the actual game or series or TV show or whatever and then at the end of it she closed she finished the book. talking yeah. okay that's how I would do that the side stories um but it's the actual if you're talking about the actual series and you already know how I would end it have Ganon Ganondorf Link and Zelda have to team up to fight demise oh yeah I was thinking do something kind of similar to like how Skyward Sword did and uh but actually show what happens uh you don't have to play as Zelda, but you can play as Impa. What did she do to get 
to get Who's everything set in place. Emma was part that got cut. Yeah, the part that they was actually trying to do. Yeah, Emma was. was hopping over barriers. I have no no understanding how she got through half of those things the way she did. Yeah, because she was old and um, she wasn't strong. Emma. Uh, Andre is called Ninja Magic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she can still do all that stuff. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's one of those situations where you're like, okay, the stuff that they had to cut, like. Twilight Princess. People don't realize in Twilight Princess there is a whole uh, section of the game where you're supposed to be a sheik that they had to cut due to time constraints. Um, it's actually, if you picked up any of the Hyrule Historia um, books, it's in there. Yeah. Uh, they had to cut some stuff out of Skyward Sword where you actually got to play as Impa and Zelda. But but they had to cut it due to time constraints. They've been wanting to do it for so long. Yeah, so... Th- it's not like they haven't been trying, and I, I I hate when people pretend like they haven't. I'm like, do y'all not are y'all not paying attention to the story? Do you not understand how freaking strong Zelda is? Like Link Nuclear ain't weapon. crap. Like Link I, well, ain't I, crap. <laughs> I beat the game what last year a year ago. I beat the game a year ago, and I was severely disappointed. I was just like, so the whole time you could that that frustrates me so much, but. I mean, but, it is what it is. But so story wise, story wise, nobody ever remembers Link. So you want you want Zelda to be the hero, so nobody can remember her. Yeah, I'm like that doesn't. If you're following the story, Link, the, they know Zelda, they know Ganondorf, they don't know Link, and which probably for good reason because if you if anybody found out Link was alive, somebody was gonna kill him. Yeah, somebody was just gonna straight up kill him as a baby because well, that was that was the whole purpose of Ocarina of Time was to explain that. Yeah. Like the the main reason why his mom had to get him out of that um castle was because they yeah, came yeah. they came. You're a dead man. Yeah, they came. And she dies. And once again, like if you read the manga for uh Ocarina of Time, they actually show her get shot. She got shot in the back. <laughs> so she got mortally wounded. And in the game, they say it; they don't show it. That's why I'm like, if if I was doing a a, a show on Legend of Zelda, I would look at that manga and just do an anime for it. Look at the Ocarina of Time manga, and just do it based off that. Because mm. that's that's what thirteen episodes, easy. Mm-hmm. And you get, like I said, you get two seasons out of it because you do child and then you do adult. That's two seasons, 13, 10 episodes. Because the adult side is a little bit goes a little bit faster than the child yeah. side does, so th- there's that. That's why I'm like I, I'm so conflicted about the the Netflix stuff because one, I don't want Hollywood touching none of Nintendo stuff unless it's um, Pixar or Illumination. Because and that's only the first movie because we know how Illumination does on sequels. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think Pixar would take too long because they would yeah. want to be so accurate. Pixar would take 10 years to do one yeah. movie. Like, that might be a 10-year project for real. Yeah. Now, now I would give uh, Pixar... Um, no, I wouldn't give them that. Never mind. Never mind. I changed my mind. But, yeah. Um, I, I get that. But I would rather a Japanese studio do handle Nintendo's projects personally. i give Pixar Pikmin. Yeah. You can give them Pikmin. I think they make a decent story out of that. Even though Pikmin is decidedly Japanese, yeah, I think they could Americanize it. I think yeah. they can make that work. It's going to be a lot of Sunny Delight product placement, but yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> Indoor cell batteries. Indoor cell batteries. <laughs> Energizer is going to be so pissed that they didn't get the contract. But, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's just me. I mean, hey, uh, so guys that are watching or listening, why don't you put in the comments which uh, series or franchise you think would work and would it work better as live action or as um, an animated feature uh, for Nintendo? Please do not say F-Zero needs to be live action in Fast and Furious. Please don't do that. <laughs> oh, God, no. Because Vin Diesel will be in F-Zero. I, I, I can see Vin Diesel as Captain Falcon. <laughs> no, no, no. Didn't we don't, already don't. get Death Race? We know how bad it can get. Don't even say it. Don't. Don't. <laughs> what, you ain't ready for family? We know how bad that can get already. Look, I don't... We already made this joke with Mario Kart. We don't need to do this with F-Zero. <laughs> we don't. <laughs> I'm just I, saying, man. When they show that trailer, like they did for Captain Falcon. <laughs> hey, when they show that and trailer, then, and anything. If any, if Vin Diesel was gonna be any character, he'd be Samurai Gora. No, he wouldn't, man. Because he got he got to talk about family, dude. So he got to be Captain Falcon. Okay, oh, Samurai yeah, Gora family. has a big gang of followers that dress exactly like him and do everything the same way as him. No, but he got to be family. by family. He he got to be by family. He has to do this triple X stuff. Even though he's like in his fifties, I mean, it, it would kind of make sense as Fast and Furious is going into space now, and, and probably going to cross over with the Transformers and and the Avengers. Yeah, at some point. <laughs> I could see Vin Diesel with a metal arm clawing down the side of a Decepticon <laughs> <laughs> with the Rock, with the Rock being um getting into a fist fight with Starscream. Yep, sounds <laughs> all right. <laughs> Wait a minute. Did the this writers... is a writer's nightmare. <laughs> no, but they would do it. The Fast and Furious team would do it. Hey, Fast and Furious would do that in a heartbeat. They would do that in a heartbeat, and it will make a billion dollars because everybody go see it. I ain't going to lie. They link cars out the window of a building. Like, I... Bruh, <laughs> the Rock grabbed a torpedo and turned it around and threw it at, at, a, at a tank. Bruh, that's all I need to do. Dude. They have reached video game levels. They are there. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I mean, I, I don't know why they didn't think of this already. I'm waiting for the, I'm waiting for Fast and Furious 11 where they team up with um Zack Snyder's Justice League. I'm with it. <laughs> I'm with it. Is, uh, Fast is, and Furious. Is this Fast the one for Vin okay. Diesel to beat up Wonder Woman? Is that? <laughs> no, this, and then it's uh, Fast and Furious 13 where they take on the Dark Phoenix, written by Simon ah. Kimberg. <laughs> about right. Written by Simon Kimber. I, I think I think we need to call it quits here because you're going off the handles on that one. <laughs> Fast and Furious is that bad though. Like you, it is. But you really, it's, it's but it's kind of ridiculous. I mean, that's the one movie you can go to a black theater for on your first visit just because you need it. You yeah. need the commentary because you yeah. ain't watching that <laughs> sane. You need the commentary. It, it's hilarious. It, it's yeah. hilarious and fun. So yeah. I. It was just too many thoughts hit my head that just <laughs> no. And and half of them are going to be in Fast and Furious Nine. So. <laughs> and then oh, repeated man. in in twenty one. Yep. But uh, okay, people, that does it for this episode of uh, the Winging It podcast. Thank you for coming to our TED Times Talk. Uh, we do appreciate it. Um, uh, Andre, anything you want to? Uh, final thoughts. Yeah, whoever's doing Fast and the Furious, please do not listen to any of that. <laughs> not at all. 
I'd love that to just not happen. But if it happened, would you be surprised? No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> At this point, he's probably waiting for Godzilla and King Kong to show up. And Tom Lannister. And for oh, Voltron to fall fall out the sky and kill Godzilla and King Kong at the same time. I would watch that. Yeah. <laughs> but um uh, like <laughs> too many thoughts. Too many thoughts. <laughs> Look, if you just want a nonsense story, I can throw together one in five minutes and Fast and the Furious would be at the center of it. And you will make a you will make two hundred and eighty five million dollars off of it because Vin Diesel will buy it. <laughs> All you gotta do is put in their family. It's all about family. <laughs> oh man! But um, just go to check my channel out because I my train of thought just went with all of that. <laughs> I have nothing to say. I'm just leave it at that. <laughs> all right, Shadow. Oh man. Uh so yeah, this is my second week again confirming that my channel is not dead. So stand by whenever I press upload. I it's in Final Cut. I just have to press upload and I refuse to do it. I don't know why. I You won't I, hit the nuke button. I won't hit the nuke button. Hit the button. <laughs> I, I have this thing where I record a video and I'm like, is this needed now? And then I'm like, probably not. And then I just go on to the next video and I'm like, is this needed now? And I Probably not, and then I go on to the next one. I'm probably about six videos deep right now of ones that I just chose not to upload. Um, but I have two, I think, that are that are good enough that make that make that are actually relevant right now still because there's there's a lot of them that were time sensitive, and I, there's no point in me releasing those now. So, um, but I should be able to upload those soon. So stay tuned, and at some point I'll figure out how to stream. So. We'll go from there. Gotcha. All right. So I did put up some gameplay of Yeast Nine um, Monstrum Knox available on the PS4 for right now. PS4, PS5. It is coming to PC and Switch in the summer of this year. At least that's what um, Falcom has stated. Uh, but yeah, you can check out the first 20, 22 minutes of the game um, up on the gaming channel. Uh, do have. Uh, uh, let's talk coming up that same Bayonetta three. Let's talk that I haven't put out because I didn't like the audio on it, so I had to redo it. Um, and I am going to be testing my uh, live streaming capability. I'm going to see if this works. I, I really do need to upgrade my laptop, but I'm going to see if this because I've been holding off on it for too long. So I'm going to see if this works. Hopefully, it works. We'll see. Um, so don't be surprised if you see if you are, um, you know. If you get a notification that basically says I'm live, it's probably because I'm running the test. So just be on the lookout for that. Also, also, if you have not subscribed to the um, Geek Life Gaming channel, please go over and do so. Link is in the description um, because that's probably where I'll be doing most of the live streams from um, from now on uh, when I do them. Um, I'm going to try to do uh, at least uh, one a week. I'll let you know on Twitter and Twitter. on Twitter before I go live whichever day I decide to do it. So there's just that. But other than that, um, thank you guys for watching. Um, I did not realize that today was the 50th episode. Wow. So, awesome. Look at that. Uh, yeah. Um, we'll do we something later. 50. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we'll, we'll, we'll do something later um, for that. Probably <laughs> we'll, to a hundred. Yeah. We'll, yeah. We'll do something probably around a hundred, but, uh, 
if you liked it, thank you. If please press the like, so share, subscribe, let all your friends and family know if you like our content. Um, come back next week for more comedy and hilarity from our TED Talk too. Um, Electric Boogaloo. So, um, I say that to say this: love, peace, and soul. Peace out, people. <laughs> peace, everybody. Yeah.